President Biden's found with classified documents twice, and the left ignites a war over gas stoves. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Man alive. Happy Friday to you. I like... I like every Elvis song. There's not a bad Elvis song out there. There really isn't. It's Friday. We're a little chiller here. We got we got all the news we're going to get into. Don't worry. We're going to talk to you about policy and quantitative easing and math and business. Don't worry. But, man, this is weird because the news came in uh, last night that Lisa Marie Presley, age 54, had passed away. Now, I always... I think Elvis Presley is an American icon. He's like the biggest, one of the biggest um, musical stars in the world ever. And posthumously still, I think that, what did he had Five million to his name after he passed away at age 42. And his widow, Priscilla, turned Graceland into a $100 million enterprise. She's apparently like a business genius. I wish she would have directed her daughter with, with some of her decisions. But, I mean, it's just said Lisa Marie Presley passes away age 54. I mean, oh man, it's just, it's sad because it feels like it's just, you know, you kind of push uh, American history like another generation away, right? Like there was that, I mean, she was their, their, the only child of Elvis. Now, here's why I'm talking about it right now. Because I find it interesting. I don't know if you re- if you know my family history or not. So I really do think that I get... I was just thinking about this last night. I think that the goth aesthetic I, ex- I actually got from my grandma. So she had dark hair naturally. And she always wore dark colors. She didn't wear pastels. She didn't wear nothing like that. She was... I think she invented the... I mean, no, I, mean I know that Eminem, they invented this, the word Stan, you know, for his song. But she was like the first Stan for Elvis. She wasn't a fan, okay? She was a disciple. And she would go pretty much almost every year. There were some years they didn't go. They went to Graceland the way that people like go to Florida every winter or you know, people who are who study Islam go to Mecca. She goes to she went to Graceland. I watched pictures. I it, they she had this these big photo albums in uh on her coffee table on either side of their Bible. And I would fl- every time I was at our house, I'd flip through those photo albums, and I watched my younger aunts grow up in front of Graceland's gates because they would have pictures in the same spots every year. And she went with my great aunt, and they took their kids, and they were at El- they were at Graceland. They went to Graceland, and I think one time they were there. I think like Priscilla and Lisa Marie were there for something, and they got and it, it oh man, it just made her day. And they had this tiny. Little house, grandma and grandpa, this tiny little house in the Ozarks. I mean, this house wasn't, maybe it was 800 square feet, maybe. It was tiny. And they had one wood-burning stove in the middle of the living room, and it was shaped like an L, the living room, and then the other part was the kitchen, so the wood-burning stove was in the middle. And my favorite sound used to be early in the morning when my grandpa would put wood in it during the winter. And I sound like I'm 90, but... You know, it's just that's how people, you know, on those arcs in rural Missouri, it's how people live. And it's, it was just, you know, it was very simple and very comforting. But her decor, let me talk about this for a minute. 
So she had 23 grandkids, okay? We have a huge family. I'm not kidding you. We had a huge family. When I was in high school and when I would uh, start dating, my grandpa told my mom to have my mom call him and run names of potential dates past him to make sure we ain't related. That's how big our family is. I'm not even exaggerating, like, at all. This is what's so funny about this. So when you would go into her house, she would have Elvis pillows on the sofa. She had framed Elvis pictures nestled in on the top. She had one of them floor televisions nestled in on the top next to the other pictures of the grandkids, like, you know, uh, one cousin's football picture, another cousin's military picture, another, you know, this senior picture here, elementary school picture there. And then there's Elvis in a frame, too. With he gets And he there were several pictures of him, like almost like he's a member of the family. She had framed pictures of Elvis uh, on the walls. She loved angels, so she would have framed pictures of angels, and then also an Elvis right there. She, yes, she did have the velvet Elvises. Let's talk or Elvi, plural, I guess is the correct way to pronounce it. And yes, the velvet Elvi. She had an Elvis picture in the bathroom, and then when you walked out of the bathroom, the one bathroom right directly across from that door was a giant, massive velvet Elvis. Then when you went to her bedroom, she had another giant, massive velvet Elvis. And it was on the wall opposite my grandpa's gun cabinet, the one of two that they had. And so, I mean, they were everywhere. She had Elvis mementos, everything. Playing cards were Elvis. And when she passed away, I had the weirdest. I never, I like, I'm never one of those people. I never wanted to inherit anything from her. And it's like, they, you know, God love them. They were of simple means. I inherited the, remember TV guides? So every his birthday, every January, they'd come out with these collector's edition Elvis TV guides and you could get one of three. Well, she got all three. And I got a trove of collector TV guides, the Elvis special edition. I got Elvis playing cards, some other stuff. I mean, it was there was a lot of Elvis to go around. And when she started going gray, which apparently none of us were allowed to ever acknowledge, she started dyeing her hair nice and easy, number one, because that's what Elvis used. So I think, like I said, going back to my original point that I come by the goth aesthetic a little naturally, we never knew that it's because of him. Who knew? So it was it's just wild because I don't know if it's just something that they do in southern areas or what it is. But everybody's family that I know of who comes from either southern Missouri or Arkansas, definitely anywhere around Memphis, there is that that Elvis aspect to the family. Y'all know what I mean? It's just weird. Like, I don't think you had it. I don't think they do it in Texas, really. But it's just something that you, you know, you just grew up with. When I went to, when I went to Graceland for the first time with my, when my husband and I were engaged, went to Graceland for the first time, it was kind of wild to like see all the places that my grandma had gone and all these places where she had gotten, she gets pictures in front of the wall. You write everything on. She got pictures in front of the gate. She has to get pictures in front of Graceland. She's got to get pictures of Elvis's grave. She wanted a picture of Elvis's grave in all the seasons. And she got it. It I mean, it was just, you know, it's just pretty, it's just crazy. But anyway, long story short, I never followed the family. But it's it's just because it's a it's an iconic American thing. Elvis and rock and roll. And I know that there's a lot of arguments and debates about all of it. I just enjoy music for what it is, and he had an unmistakable talent and the end of it i ain't even gonna i ain't gonna fight with somebody over it because it's not even on the table for discussion for me to consider 
Uh, but it's just it's just weird. It's like American iconography, you know. Even though she was the kid, she didn't really do anything except look like the female version of him. Can we just talk about how strong those genes are for a second? His grandson, sadly, killed himself two years ago. Looked, spit an image of him. Oh my gosh. Sidebar to this. I mentioned this to my, I told my husband, I said, his grandson was a spit an image of him. And my youngest was like, what is with your phrasing? What is this? It was another one of those things where he's like, what are you talking about? What does this even mean? Spit an image. Who spits on people? I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, I, your, your grandma said it. I, I don't know. He looks just like him. All those kids look like him. That's just some of the strongest genes I've ever seen in my life. Like three generations, them, those genes are going crazy. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I had no clue Sierra Miss was still around. Did you? Really? I hadn't heard of that until today. It's been I haven't heard of it in like forever until today. So Pepsi is replacing Sierra Mist to compete against Coca-Cola Sprite. I hate Coca-Cola. Uh, they're replacing Sierra Mist with Starry. It is the new lemon lime soda. It's called Starry. Yeah. Lemon lime soda called starry is that gonna work is it is it gonna just taste like sierra mist you think i mean i don't want because like i would see this and i'd be like oh is this like a you know like uh rip off a sierra mist it's the first thing i think of without knowing i'm just curious arizona governor has proposed 40 million dollars to pay oh boy oh this is not gonna go over well Katie Hobbs wants to pay, use taxpayer money to pay for people who enter the country illegally to attend state universities. She's expanding the Arizona Promise Scholarship Program, which is going to help uh, students the Promise for Dreamers Scholarship Program. Now, I do think that there's a difference. I get it. When you're a little bitty kid and your parents drag you over, you don't even know where the hell you are, much less how you entered an area, and your parents drag you over. But I do think that by the time you you get to be like old enough to go to college, you've had a, if you can apply for college, you can apply to become a natural citizen of the United States. Particularly since the Flores Amendment actually like or, or the and the Dream Act and all of that other stuff prohibited them from from sending you back to your country of origin. So I totally just disregard that whole excuse for not doing it. So I just don't I don't think you should reward that i don't think you should reward criminality and that's exactly what she's proposing to do hmm. uh let's see sarah huckabee sanders banned the word latinx is it latinx or latinx is it latinx because that sounds dumber even she's banned the word on her first day in office she's not going to allow the gender neutral term for use in state government and someone slammed her as being anti-woke and everyone cheered Yay! Yay! I like it's like uh, from uh, Yellowstone when Kevin Costner's character John Dutton goes, "I am the rock that progress crashes against." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had this uh, linked here. That was the wrong link. Uh, yeah. Well, we're gonna get it. We got a lot more. I had more stuff, but something froze. Oh, I have an update on that trans teacher with the Z cup. You know what? Stick with us. But you know, as we barrel into the new year here think about the moments and momentums that have been inspired audio soundbite 
Eight, please. Hmm. Yeah. I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum, inspired by, yes, optimism, inspired by a crisis, no doubt, um, but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Um. What? She's recycling. I, first off, the nasally tone. That's just how she sounds. Some people are like that. She's like a female Ned Flanders kind of tonality. But secondly, what was she saying there? Well, what even was that? I, I listened to it and I read the answer because she was, she was, uh, talking about climate change and um, I that was the answer about climate change if that makes does it make more sense to you let me just read it she said I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum inspired by yes optimism inspired by a crisis no doubt but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been And that is critically important. I got to hand it to her, man. She's able to say things that make no damn sense in a very polite way. What does that even mean? Does she know? I noticed that the other two folks in the video that were sitting across from her, it just was not computing. What can be unburdened by what has been? What does that even mean? Well, what has been is going to unburden it. What? I mean, you know, what what has been is going to unburden it. That's So she's talking about cri- climate and opportunities with climate, our collective ability to see. I cannot believe SNL has not skewered this or any of this at any point. That just goes to show you that that partiality and tribalism is killing comedy. It's just awful. So... Whoa, I don't know. I don't even know what the hell she's saying. Oh, but wait, there's more. I wish that she loved Liberty as much as she does Venn diagrams and audio soundbite 10. Just a little little collection for you. I like Venn diagrams. Okay, so if you look, I do. Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles, right? And then let's just see where they overlap. I love Venn diagrams. Okay. I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> I just love Venn diagrams. You know, the three circles, right? Sometimes there are more. I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> you know, the three circles. I really do. I love Venn diagrams. You know, the, the three circles. Sometimes there are more. He sees the Venn diagram of it all. He sees that there are those what? circles, and maybe people seem that they're a little different. They live in different parts of the country. They may be different age or different race. But that area in the middle, that overlap. I happen to love Venn diagrams. I wish she loved Liberty. You yeah. know, those three circles. Oh, oh my gosh. I constructed a Venn diagram on this. Remember those three circles, how they overlap? I love Venn diagrams. I just, like, just... Throw it into a Venn diagram. I'll tell you everything you need to know about any issue, especially where there is, you know, you're trying to understand the intersection and the connections, right? So I I brought props. I just have two, so bear with me. Three. Venn diagram. Let me hold it. Wow. Wow. When you look at a diagram of the 
uh, it, just a Venn diagram How many? in that regard. It, it tells a, a real tale. How many circles? Here's my Venn diagram. Oh, we have a Venn diagram. <laughs> props. I love it. I love it. I brought props. <laughs> well, let me just say, I love Venn diagrams. Pause. Laugh. <laughs> I really love Venn diagrams. Last more. The you know, circle. circle. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, man, it's formulaic now. She like builds it up. Like I am such a nerd, and here's why: I love Venn diagrams. Pause. Laugh. <laughs> Pause. You know the three circles. Oh my gosh. I um. That's why they don't want. They can't have her be vice president. They need a whole new roster. They cannot have her as vice president. They have to have somebody entirely different. Whole new whole new roster. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. All right, so first up. <laughs> uh, so Florida men are arrested driving with stolen tag written on a cardboard plate. Brevard County. Two dudes got caught because they were driving a pickup truck with stolen tag written on a piece of cardboard serving as a license plate. That's literally what they wrote on the cardboard. Like, is that like that was going to be the thing that allowed <sighs> they they were spotted in an area where apparently multiple burglaries were occurring and they ended up getting pulled over. And as one thing led to another. And that's yeah, they pulled it over on the causeway in Melbourne. And the guy, it's all on video. When he tries to get out of the car and puts his hands over his heads, he falls out of the truck. He can't actually get out of the truck. He falls out of the truck. They had, Both of these guys have been convicted in the past of grand theft, attempted burglary in Lee County, uh, several other charges. So, yeah, they're back in jail. That didn't do it. If anything, that, like, that, like drew more attention to it, you know? These people are not, like, some of the brightest crayons in the box, but... Golly. Uh, also, this is... Uh, let's see here. A hotel worker was driving in a reckless manner near some endangered birds in Marco Island, said authorities. <laughs> yeah, he was recklessly driving his golf cart near these endangered birds. So he w- he's been accused of violence against endangered, bird- endangered birds, this guy. Now, he said he wasn't just driving recklessly near them. He mowed down five of them. It's a state endangered species called the black skimmer. And so that means it's a big, bad crime. That's like a I'm sure that elevates it. According to the police report, Miami Herald said witnesses told officers he saw somebody run over a flock of birds nesting on the beach. The witnesses directed them to the water's edge. They saw the birds and the invisible tire marks. The Marriott manager said the hotel was aware. Renardo Stewart was suspended and sent home. But now Fish and Wildlife are involved. And he's... uh, yeah, he's there. He, yeah, he's going to go to court. This is bad. Why would you do that? They're like pretty looking birds. They're not like annoying like those piping plovers. Stay with us. we got more in store. Third hour on the way. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. President Biden's found with classified documents from his vice presidency twice. The left ignites a war over gas stoves. And passengers deal with another aviation nightmare. 
I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.